We're continuing with Sivkat and Gimel, Lamisha Shad the Chukalo. The Machaber said that the member of Rabbi Akiva, Asay Shabbat Chachov Alter Starach Labrios, is only regarding one who is not yet taking tzedakah. So we tell him better to have your Shabbos just like the weekday in order to avoid needing to take from others. Says the Mishnah Berurah. This is referring to a case where he doesn't have anything to give as collateral to borrow money. And without a mashkon, he will not be able to get a loan. If this was not the case, meaning to say, if he could borrow money even without a mashkon, then he'd have to borrow money in order not to be mevatel onig shabbos. K'mosh omr chazal, omr kodesh Bonai lovu elai v'ni pareya. Hashem says the Klal Yisrael, borrow on me and I will pay you back. There's a machlokas here, the Gra and the Marshal. The Mishnah Bru is quoting the Gra, who seems to be of the opinion, even if you don't have collateral, as long as someone's willing to lend you money, and then you have a chiv to borrow for Oneg Shabbos. The Marshal says, you only borrow if you have collateral, so you have a direct and reasonable way of paying it back. The Sharetzion in Sifkot and Yudbeis concludes, Venira de Hakol it appears that it is all based on the situation. That's somewhat of a vague line. Ramnison Karelitz explains that what the Sharetzion means is that we have to be reasonable. So even in the Groz world where I should borrow even without a mashkon, but I have to borrow in a way that I know realistically I could pay it back. And in the Marshal's world, even if I'm borrowing with the mashkon, I shouldn't borrow hundreds of dollars to have a massive festive suda. I should do it within the realm of, of normal. And that's how kol lefiha inyan. Sifkat and Dalit. Kedei lechabit hashabbos. Devezona shaladam v'yom tov, shashabbos v'yom tov, imosif mosif and lo. We spend money on Shabbos Yantav, Hashem pays us back, like the Gemara in Be'ah, Kol Mezonosav Shal Adam Ketsuvim Lom Rosh Hashanah V'Rosh Hashanah. All of our Mezonos are decreed from Rosh Hashanah until the following year. V'yesh Lizor Shalom Yosef Behen, Pen Lo Kotzvu Lo Kolkach. And therefore we should be careful not to overspend, not to be frivolous in our spending, because we might not have that much more money coming to us. Chutz, the exceptions are the money we spend on Shabbos, on Yontif, and paying for our children to learn Torah. This is a Gemara quoted often by the tuition boards. There, if we spend money, Hashem will pay us back. Now, there's an interesting Berlacha in Sidman Tavkov Chavtes in Simchas Yontif, where he quotes this Gemara in Be'ah. And he quotes Rashi. Rashi there explains, Lizar melasos because everything is determined, we should be careful not to spend too much. because we have coming to us that which was decreed, and if we spend too much, we might not have enough to live. Says the Chafetz Chaim there in the Berlacha, V'zehu tochachas meruba alzmanenu. This is a critique in our generation. She'bevanoseinu harabim harbe anashim ovrim alzeh, v'lo yasimu leiv eich lis nahig v'hotzaos beisem laharchik devarim hamusarim. 
We have many people who are spending well more than we could actually afford, and we don't pay attention, we're not careful enough with the, the money that's being spent. And this causes calamity, it brings stress and pressure, and it forces one to be dishonest. Sociologically, there are many reasons for this, but the, the take-home message from the Gemara and Beya is we have to be careful not to overspend. In the Chafetz Chaim in his Sefer Svas Tamim, when he speaks about this issue, he has a powerful line. He writes, Ribui The extra things and all the clothing that has become the norm in our time. This is the source of Tsaros from within and external. However, the Gemara says, when it comes to the money for Shabbos, Yantif, and Hotzas, there HaKadosh Baruch will pay us back. The Mishnah continues, We should borrow even with interest for Suda Shabbos or Suda's Mitzvah. Either from a non-Jew or from a Jew in a permissible way. If somebody sends you something to eat on Shabbos, you have no right to eat it during the week. That is the sheet of the Sefer Chassidim. And that an ani who's accepting money in Purim is allowed to use it, Lamasha Yirza for whatever he needs it for. After Gavol Purim, even though the money was collected for Tsarh Purim, he could use it for other things. So we see from there the Machaber would disagree with the Sefer Chasidim. Achain, however, Gamsham Yesh Machmir and over there, there's a dissenting opinion, Ayin Sham, Ayin Batur Sham. Sif Katan Hay. So this is going on the second part of the Machaber. Where he said, "Mitikanas Ezra, sheim mechabsim begadim mechamishi b'Shabbos b'ipnei kavod Shabbos." We should wash our clothing on Thursday to allow Friday to be a time for kavod Shabbos for preparation. Now we did allude to the fact that there's a machlokis and what exactly this tikkuna is. Machlokis the Magen of Rom and El Yiraba. I want to quote to you from Rav Nissan Karelitz. He says, "Ladas magan of Ram the svirlet the tekanas Ezra who mishum shali yechabsu be'erev Shabbos." The magan of Ram held that tekana was not to do laundry on erev Shabbos. Near poshet she'ain lechabes kol kibus be'erev Shabbos sherei yisodat tekana shiu penuyim be'erev Shabbos. It would appear, according to the magan of Ram, that you shouldn't do any laundry on erev Shabbos, because that's the tekana. You have to have Friday open for covered Shabbos. He writes, Ach ladas el yirabah, the sphere leisha ikr ha tekana, shiyulo begadam nikim le Shabbos. El yirabah hold that the ikr tekana is that we should have clean clothes for Shabbos. And it happens to be, parenthetically, Ezra said, don't do it on Friday, leave that for covered Shabbos. Says Renison Karelitz, Yesh lomer, shemutil le Shabbos, beyom vav, begadam sheinim le tzorach Shabbos. According to the el yirabah, it would come out. That if you wanted to wash other clothes on Friday, that's not lekavod Shabbos, that would be permissible. So interesting, Machlokas Achronim, in what exactly the tikkuna was. 
And it's clear from the Rambam that when it comes to clothing on Shabbos, there are two inyanim. Inyan number one is that we should have special clothing that's miyuchad for Shabbos. And Indian number two is the Tekanas Ezra, that it should be clean and should be nice for Shabbos. Says the Mishnah Burasif Katan Hey, Hainu Kadei Shiyu Levanim B'Shabbos, Avalob B'Erev Shabbos. It should be clean for Shabbos, but we should not clean it on Erev Shabbos. Kadei Shiyu Penuyim L'Zasik B'Tzarche Shabbos, in order to have time to get all these Shabbos needs prepared. Olafiza, Tzarech Lizar Shalo Leilich B'Cholok Echad Kama Shabbosos. Accordingly, one should not wear the same suit for many Shabbosos, Kedei Shalo Laver Al Tekanas Ezra, in order not to transgress the Tekana of Ezra. And there is a question that was brought up in the Shmir Shabbos Kilchasa and other contemporary sources. Do we say nowadays, with washing machines and dryers, this Tekana would, would no longer be in effect? On one hand, you could argue that in the olden days, it's a whole process, and you have to take all the clothing down to the river, and you scrub it, and you wash it, and it takes hours. Maybe nowadays it's different. It's the Shemir Shabbos quotes of Shlomo Zalman Arbach, and uh, the, the conclusion seems to be that even Bizman Hazer, we should be careful to avoid washing clothing for Shabbos on Friday, and we should definitely do so on Thursday. There's a situation where we forgot to, or we have other things that we need for Shabbos, then Bidyevid, one could be mekel and wash it on Friday. The Ramah told us that we have the custom of making challah Erev Shabbos. Kedei shir challah, sivkat and vav. Hainu milvad shalishava fihu michlal kavit Shabbos v'yantif. Besides the fact that the, the kneading and the baking of the challah is kavit Shabbos and yantif, kemoshim esayim lubasiv. Like he says at the end, Od Yesh there's another reason, Kedei Lekayim Mitzvah Schala, in order to fulfill the mitzvah being Mafresh Schala, Lefi Sheivda Es Adam Harishon, Shehaya Chalaso Shel Olam Shenivra Be'erev Shabbos. Adam Harishon, who was lost through the Eitz Hadas, he was referred to as Chalaso Shel Olam, and that took place on Erev Shabbos, and therefore a, a form of Tikkun is by kneading and baking Chala. So we have the covered Shabbos Indian, and then we have the Kabbalistic Indian of Chalasa Shalom. Vain Bachronim, the Filu Hanogim Laechel Pas Palter Shal Eni Yehudi Bachol. Even one who has the custom to eat Pas Palter during the week. Just a quick background. And then the Shulchan Aruch and Yeridaya Kuf Yud Base speaks about the, the Isser of Pas Akum. Pasakum was a gazera that even though the bread of non-Jews may have totally kosher ingredients, they created a gazera not to eat non-Jewish bread, mishum chasnus, because eating food is a way of socializing, and the concern was if we're sharing bread, that might lead to intermarriage. So Chazal first made a gazera, any bread that's baked by a non-Jew if it's individual, or even if it's a non-Jewish bakery, it's pas akum and it's aser. However, it's clear that was a gezerah she'ein It was too much to handle. It was too much of a restriction. And therefore, they curbed it. And they said, non-Jewish bread that's baked by an individual that's coming from the home of a non-Jew, that's where the gezerah applies. Pas palter, 
bread that's made in a non-Jewish bakery, where there's less of a concern for chasnas, there it's not usher, but still summer machmer. So the Mishnah Brewer is telling us that a filin noagim lechol pas patish on Yehudi bechol, even those who are mekol and they're going to eat uh, any kosher bread from a bakery during the week. Mikol makom b'shabbos v'yontov nochem lizoher shalol echol kii mipas Yisrael. On Shabbos and Yontif, it is nochon lizoher. It's not aser, but it's appropriate to be careful to only have pas Yisrael and not even to rely on pas palter mipnei kavod Shabbos v'yontov. Upashit deimhu onus she'ein lo almal lekadesh kii mal pas yehudi. And it's pashit if you have nothing else to make kiddush on, you don't have a chala that was baked by a Jew, you have pas palter, like oftentimes you'll find with Jewish soldiers, then you could definitely make Kiddush and pas palter, because you have no other option. And the Isharet Tzion and Sifkoth and Yud Ches, quotes of Machlokis Achronim, when do we say, Nochon lezar shalol echol kiim pas Yisrael? So one shita is that that's referring to the entire Shabbos. Better to avoid pretzels and pita chips and anything else that's not pas Yisrael. And the second shita, the Eliyarabo, is of the opinion that it's only referring to Lechem Mishnah. Nochem Lezor, not to have pas palter for, for the Chala at the Suda. It's interesting, the Bir Lacha, in Adivriya Maschal, who covered Shabbos, he says, "Babunusenu harabim hayom his chilu ezen nashim lahashbis haminagahu velokchim min haofa." Nowadays, many women are neglectful of that custom, and instead of kneading and baking challah, they go to the bakery, the Jewish bakery, but they're getting it from the bakery. Velav shaper avdi. This is not the right thing to do. The maktinim bezeh kavod Shabbos because they're diminishing kavod Shabbos by doing this. Now the contemporary post can say, Rabbi Yoshev is quoted as saying that if you're going to the bakery because you like that challah better, it could be a tricky thing with Shalom Bayis, but assuming you like the bakery challah better than your own homemade challah, so that would be totally fine. That's not diminishing Kavod Shabbos. The main Indian of baking challah on Friday is Kavod Shabbos and Oneg Shabbos. Um, it sounds like the Orlitzion writes that the main problem with bakery challah versus homemade challah is that they didn't really have special challah in the bakery. It was a regular loaf of bread, and that's why it was lacking Kavod Shabbos. But nowadays, getting a regular challah at the bakery would not be lacking Kavod Shabbos at all. The Mishnah Bruah quotes Sivkat and Zayin, Shaya Machusa Lamalamata. The Ramah said that there was a custom of making some kind of pashtida, of a calzone, that was covered with dough on top and bottom, to remind us of the mun that was covered, betal, with the, the dew on the top and bottom. It's similar that there's meat covered with dough. I haven't seen people do this. The Mishnah Brun writes, it happens to be here where the Chafetz Chaim was living in Europe, and the minig was that people did do it. We'll continue with Simon Reish Mem Gimel tomorrow, Mitzvah